Well, hi, everybody. It's Steve Tartar, another edition of Tartar Sauce. And I'm delighted to have James Agbara Bryson, the CEO of New Millennium Institute, as my guest. James, welcome. Well, thank you. To the Palatial Peoria Life Studios in downtown Peoria. Um, we've got so much to talk about with you because we need to uh, kind of give a, a few of your credits. Um, for people who don't know, you are a busy man. Uh, forums, workshops, you're in the schools. Uh, you've done programs at ICC. You're writing a book about Annie Turnbow Malone. Yes. Let's start with that one. Yeah. Um, the first black female millionaire yes. who attended Peoria High. Yes, yes. Uh, what year? Probably uh, 1902, 1903, 1905, along those areas. Mm -hmm. You know, we were big on uh, talking about famous Peorians, and, and I think the same folks you know, usually get Richard Pryor and so forth. But you know, maybe Annie doesn't get no noticed too much. You've you've, you've noticed that. Well, and and Annie Turbo Malone is a is a hidden story outside mm -hmm. of the St. Louis area. Mm -hmm. Most people do not know who she is. Most people do not recognize her. Uh, she was one of the. She was the first in the industry, hair care product industry, uh, who was very very successful. And she has roots here in in the Peoria area. So what motivated me to to write this book? was I wanted to uh, help shed light on Annie Turbo Malone and her accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot myself uh, what, what she did. Well, I would think in that era, uh, that's no small accomplishment to, do, to make it in the business world um, as early as she did in the early part of the 20th century. So. Well, absolutely. I mean, one of her biggest things is that she would travel, uh, particularly in the, in the southern area, Ku Klux Klan would be right around the corner. Always, mm. always have to look out uh, mm -hmm. for for the Klan, as well as as you know during that era is that racism could lead to death. Uh, a lot of lynchings mm. going on, uh, Jim Crow laws going on. So uh, it was it was really tough, as well as it was dangerous. Oh, I, I can only imagine. Well, that's coming out early next year. Your yes. book. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, uh, you're you're involved with all kinds of things. I think when I first met you, uh, I was working at the Journal Star, and you were doing a uh, seminar or a uh, workshop with area police. Yes. And you're still doing things like that. Working on what, community relations? Well, implicit bias and how to build uh, trust in the, uh, in the community. Mm -hmm. so, so what I do, I, uh, I'm at ICC Police Academy. Okay. And so we might do something three to four times a year where we invite community members. And we just sit down and we just talk about, you know, what is implicit bias? We all have them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a pointy finger at anybody. You're racist. I'm not a racist. It's just sitting down and just talking about, uh, you know, you're a policeman. I'm just a regular citizen. Mm -hmm. But when we leave, I want us to, and, and, we've, and we've had great success with this. I've trained about oh, over 100 police and community members throughout the area. Throughout, throughout the area. And the good thing is that when they leave, they leave as friends mm -hmm. because they have a better understanding that we're all human. You're, you're more than just a police uniform, mm -hmm. and I'm more than just a, 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 a black guy walking around uh, with all these stereotypes. We have a lot of things in common. So, so that's the way that, that the training and the format really uh, is comprised of. Uh, you know, <clears throat> we're talking about with uh, James Bryson at the... Uh, CEO of the New Millennium Institute, and that's that's kind of your um, headquarters, your your organization for doing all these different things with 
really what to maximize people's potential didn't I didn't I read that online? yes 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 uh, really what 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 New Millennium Institute really focused upon and what I got my my master's in thesis is is helping folks overcome their unconscious self-handicapping behaviors mm. and such as well, <clears throat> such as let's say that uh, procrastination mm-hmm Oh, always being always being late. That's a form of self-handicapping behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, drug addiction, mm-hmm. self-handicapping behavior. Been doing a uh, academic self-handicapping behavior. Students not putting forth putting forth minimum effort when they're challenged to think, right? And just give up self-handicapping behavior. Uh, workforce development, uh, soft skills, uh, punctuality, retention. Being able to look individuals in the eye, being able to take constructive criticism, mm-hmm. just showing up on time, knowing what employers' expectations are. So, so I, 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 I do a lot of work in the, in the personal development, educational, as well as workforce development. Are you, uh, and this is a very general type thing, you're doing these various forums and workshops and uh, seminars, that sort of thing. Are you encouraged? By, by like well, here we are in Peoria, a city that was designated the worst place to live for an African American just a few years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, is there a bigger job here than there might be elsewhere? Well, from 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 what I see, not not uh, as not bigger, but but just as big. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as I work with uh, students, and I work with those that are most at risk, just seeing some of the. Uh, behavioral challenges that the school districts face with. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing these behavioral issues starting at the third, fourth, fifth grade. The kids are acting up. They're, they're, they're acting up. Uh, you know, with the homicide rate, uh, domestic violence, and the things that a lot of these children are exposed to uh, creates uh, post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. And this post-traumatic stress syndrome is manifested in, in, in school. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these uh, acting out behaviors really is a symptom of the post-traumatic stress, which is undiagnosed and is untreated. How, how do you go about fixing that? Well, my program focused upon cognitive restructuring. And cognitive restructuring just simply means is that we help. I have a whole workbook that mm-hmm. I do. But uh, it's the first thing you have to do is, is bond with the students, mm-hmm. set a tone with the students, uh, Help first identify, help students identify, first of all, do you want to be successful? So, 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 so you help students create a vision. And when you help students create a vision, one that's positive, you know, your destiny doesn't have to be incarceration mm-hmm. or, or, or a rapper mm-hmm. or a basketball player. You can be the next CEO, next politician, next billionaire, but you have to create that vision. Then I give them the tools uh, the cognitive restructuring, I help them identify those behaviors that are stopping them from being successful. Mm-hmm. For example, they may not even be aware of. Uh, <laughs> most self handicapping behavior is unconscious. It's just like a bias, it's mm-hmm. unconscious. And it becomes like a habit. Mm-hmm. So I help students identify what those behaviors are. I help students uh, give them an opportunity to identify how these behaviors have stopped them from being where they want to be. Uh, I hold students accountable for their behavior. Uh, I challenge students 
And you're in the schools now. Yes. What mm -hmm. grades do you cover? Uh, there's two programs that I, that I focus on. One is called the Peoria Options Program, mm -hmm. and that is, that is designed for to give seniors who have fallen behind in their credits another opportunity to succeed. High school seniors. High school seniors. Mm -hmm. Then the other one, uh, and, that, and that's at Manual, and that's mm -hmm. at Central. Uh, the other one that I, that I have at Manual just started is a Leadership Academy. And so with the Leadership Academy, we help students identify their leadership styles. We have students uh, uh, coordinate projects and things. Uh, we bring in speakers, bring in a lot of speakers. Mm -hmm. uh, from the community. From the, from yeah. the community, uh, ex-offenders, uh, prominent folks that, that come in, CEOs. I mean, it can, it can be a variety of things. Uh, so one of the things, too, that we're currently working on is a... Uh, uh, we're working with uh, the schools and, and, and War Mohammed in the sense of, you see my book here, mm -hmm. uh, hip hop and, 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 and gangster rap really plays a tremendous, uh, powerful tool mm -hmm. with creating the mindsets of, of our students. So what we do, we help students talk about their song. We have them uh, write down some of the lyrics Mm -hmm. And then we examine mm. those lyrics and let them know that they're being programmed mm. through this powerful without medium them even without them even knowing it. Mm. So, so, so those are the things that we do. But it's a, you know it's, it's a process. Right. So, right. so as of last year, uh, we had students. We had we had 15. Uh, most would not talk. Very disruptive. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Tremendous behavior problems. They're thinking, you know, who is this guy? Uh, I'm not going to bother with this. You know, this is a waste of my time. That kind of thing. Well, well, uh, not a, not initially. We we get along well. They say, who is this guy? Man, he's mean. Man, he's always on us. <laughs> but I call that engagement. <laughs> but but when we when we were done, you see a total physical, mental, and emotional transformation. So out of those 15 students, we had 13 that decided they wanted to go to college. And they were prepared to go to college Great. through this workbook because we helped them identify personal goals, educational goals, and career goals mm -hmm. and provide them the opportunity to get the tools and strategies to get there. And we hold them accountable for their success as well as their failure. You, you can speak, uh, I think, pretty, uh, you know, aggressively or, or, or challenge these students because you yourself uh, came through the public housing program in Peoria. Yes. Um, and and what, what, what you said you had a dream. What was that about that, well, that put you on the track of success? Well, it's a vision. Mm -hmm. It was a vision. Uh, most <clears throat> of the individuals that, that I grew up with are either dead, they're incarcerated, or they're, or they're strung out. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're drug, uh, substance abuse. So I didn't want to see myself uh, doing that. I always wanted to play basketball. That mm -hmm. was my dream. Right. Uh, finally got the opportunity to do that, and that I used that as my ticket to get my education. But I know that if I uh, didn't have this, this vision, I would be just like most of my peers, mm -hmm. and that's not what I wanted. One of the things I talk about in Annie Malone's book is something that I call ancestral guidance. Uh, Annie Malone, as well as uh, 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 my, my, my grandparents, uh, they were involved in the community. 
And so I'm thinking that, and they were influenced, but I'm thinking that all my ideals and things were my own. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, and studying stuff, <clears throat> that I was actually being guided. Mm-hmm. So, so I had an awareness of, of ancestral guidance. And, and in my classes, I talk about ancestral guidance. I talk about inequity, how uh, each generation impacts the other. Mm-hmm. And if you're a success, you most likely will pass that on to your children and grandchildren. If you're caught up in crazy stuff, you most likely will pass that on to your children <laughs> and grandchildren. So watch out. Watch you, you may be affecting more than yourself yes. with your own behavior. Yes. <clears throat> the, how do you kind of keep it um, positive in, in your, your world? Because I'm thinking you, you, you just explained you know, the problems that you're seeing in, in let's say, the, the young people in, in this in this town, and, and of course other towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Across not, the country. Uh, yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say Peoria is all, often looked at as any town USA. Yes. So obviously if it's happening here, it's probably happening elsewhere. Does that, you know, I mean, when you get up in the morning, are you, you ready to go? Or do you have times when you think, whoa, this is a challenge here. I've got to keep rolling, rolling the stone up the mountain here. Both. Uh-huh. It's a, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but it's a challenge that, that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that challenge motivates me. Uh, it's the, uh, it's the end product that mm-hmm. keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Seeing students, uh, and not just students, but also work with employees also. Mm-hmm. I have the life skills and job readiness boot camp. Mm-hmm. Just seeing uh, how, how, how individuals can renew their mind, remo- re- renew their minds and become totally new, new people just simply by the way that they think. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm able to see that and, and see the individual's deme- demeanor change, those behaviors change, asking them where they want to go and how they're going to get there and they have that answer, mm-hmm. uh, those are the rewards uh, that, that, that I get, uh, being able to, to change people's lives. And, and you get those on a regular basis? On a, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I, uh, about two weeks ago, a lady came up to me and she said, hey, Mr. Bryson. I said, hi. A lot of folks said, hi, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You remember that job you got me? I've been there 40 years. <laughs> so, 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 wow. I, so I worked through workforce development. Uh-huh. That used to be the CEDAR program and JTPA. So, so my background is in training, mm-hmm. but I've had great success with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the things that, that, that keep me going. Uh, I know that people can change. That's what keeps me going. And, and do people realize that, or do they think, well, this is just the way I am? I mean, that's one of the things you have to get through, break through that barrier of, this is me, you know, I can't change. Or, or you know, at least yes. I'm, I'm guessing that's what you run up against. Well, yeah, I mean, you are where you, you are, where you are, you are as you think, so you are. And so mm-hmm. individuals who where they are, that's where they are. Mm-hmm. However, that's not where they have to stay. Right. So, so with your vision, you, you work towards your vision. Now, I help you develop a vision that you want for your life. Mm-hmm. So I might ask you five years from now, you know, where do you see yourself? Well, I don't, I don't know. I have an idea. Okay, well, well let's think about it. Mm-hmm. So as I help you create a vision and that vision becomes yours, then I give you the tools and the strategies and the mindset to get there. And so those are the things that make the changes. So you are who you are, but you're, you're much greater than who you are right at this point. James, if somebody is watching or listening to this and thinks, oh, you know, I, I could, uh, I'd like to engage that further. 
Is there information on your website? What, what do you suggest to somebody who wants to uh, hear more of what you're talking about? Yeah, there's information on, on my website, uh, JB New Mill. Uh, I'm also on, on Facebook, mm -hmm. James Bryson. Uh, you can reach me. My phone number is 309-208-8778. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I, I, I do do personal workshops, personal okay. development workshops. Mm -hmm. And you have... You said that too, the, periodically doing police or public workshops uh, at certain times too. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the police workshops, uh, actually I got one scheduled for next month. Okay. So, so there'll be some information coming out on that if, uh, if a community member is, is interested in attending mm -hmm. uh, this implicit And that's bias. open to anybody, not mm -hmm. just the police. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. It's open to the police and then community members because mm -hmm. From my, my perspective, I wanted the police to hear what the community has to say, what their, what their perception is. And I want the community to hear what some of the issues and challenges that the police are facing. Mm -hmm. And then we come up with strategies on how to keep those things, those things going. So uh, uh, also, I have a work with a, a lot of employers. Mm -hmm. you know, Peoria, not just Peoria, but the country in terms of workforce development, is having issues in terms of not so much finding people. That is, that, that's a challenge. Right. Retention. 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 Because, yeah, we always hear young people will go from job to job or, you know, two years and then move on mm -hmm. and so forth. Whereas it used to be you stayed put for a while or you found the job you wanted and stayed there. Mm -hmm. It's not the case anymore. Yes. And you have to deal with that. You, so. have, you, you have to deal with that. And, and, and employers are, uh, find themselves... Uh, having employees and a, and a revolving door, which costs mm -hmm. employers tremendous amount mm -hmm. of money. So the strategy is, you know, how can we help employees and supervisors help their employees mm -hmm. overcome their self-handicapping behaviors as it relates to work, to the working place? And, re and that would equal retention. Yes, in many cases. At, that's long. exactly. That's exactly. Not only mm -hmm. just not not just retention, but retention. The higher your retention is, the more you can recruit, but also uh, upward mobility, hmm. and job satisfaction and performance. Hmm. Well, you're you're writing books. You're uh, you've got these classes going on. The how do we get more of you out there in the community? Is that is, can you be cloned or can we can we work this out? Because well, I, I tell you, I can always schedule things. <laughs> well, it's it's great to hear it. Now I should mention you are you're in the you you did a, a program at ICC and you may have mentioned this already, but we have time maybe just to to reference it. Harvesting dreams. What what's that about? Harvesting dreams was a, a is a. African-American male retention program mm -hmm. designed to keep African-American males in school. Uh, when Dr. Irwin was out there, mm -hmm. and, and still to, to this point, African-American males have the, have the lowest graduation rate mm -hmm. uh, because it, they don't stay in school. Mm -hmm. So this program was designed to help African-American males stay in school. So we met once, once a week. Uh, I think when I left, we might have 40 to 50 uh, students and that was during the lunch break. Mm -hmm. So, so that program is is still going on. I was mm -hmm. out there two weeks ago, and 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 spoke to to the students. But uh, we had a lot of success with with Harvest. Are these and high school kids. These are college students. These are in college mm -hmm. at, at ICC. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. But but also Harvest and Dreams not just dealt with the college students 
on campus, but also the community. Gotcha. Well, James, we're out of time, and uh, we could go on here because sure. you've got all this material right here is, uh, is in, in, an indication of how busy you've been. But uh, we encourage people to get a hold of you or yes. catch you the next time you're doing a program. Yes. Uh, James Bryson, thank you so much thank for you your for time and what me. you do for our community. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. And we'll see you next time on Tartar Sauce. PeoriaLife.com.